0: Welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your co-host, Wayne Kabaddi. And joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Bethany Bowman. Welcome back, partner.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to see you. And, you know, we're getting to crunch time in the D2 men's and women's basketball seasons. And and really, with with February here and the the way the regional rankings are set up, every game counts from here on out. And one thing that you and I are both watching and have been watching on the hardwood of the women's basketball court is what Glenville state is doing.
1: That's right. The pioneers are currently 18 and O they lead D two in scoring offense and are obviously rolling. They have nine mountain East games left on the regular season schedule. And we want to see if they can go undefeated. So joining us today to discuss her Glenville state squad is head coach, Kim Stevens. Welcome to the nation coach.
2: Thank you guys very much for having me today.
0: Yeah, we're excited. You're here. Obviously uh, there's, four undefeated teams in all of D2 college basketball, men's and women's included, and and you're one of them. Um, Obviously, since you've been there, yourself and the Pioneers have accomplished quite a bit. But before we talk about what's going on now, let's go back to part of the cool thing is that you played for this team, right? So (laughs) yeah, so um, let's go back to your playing days and, and what brought you to D2 in the first place.
2: Um, you know, D2, I'm very blessed that I got to go D2. I always wanted to go D1. And, and I always like to say going Division II is the best thing that ever happens to me because I wouldn't have played a lick um, at Division one, And I have a Division II conference championship. And so that's pretty cool. And so when I was in high school, Glenville State was really dominant. Uh, they were number eight in the country. They had made it to the Elite Eight the year before. And I was always really competitive with my older sisters, And I came, and they both played at the University of Cincinnati. And I came on my visit, and I remember my mom saying, "Man, that team is good; they could beat Cincinnati." And as soon as she said that, "That's where I want to go." That's where I want to go. And so I had four good years here, and it's been amazing to come back and coach at your alma mater.
0: That's that's awesome how it uh, all tied back. That it comes back (laughs) to that they could beat Cincinnati, and that's what made you do it.
2: Now
1: you did get to experience a little bit of the D1 life before you landed as head coach at Glenville. You spent some time at Sacramento state as an assistant. What did you learn there?
2: Um, it was great to go division one. Um, definitely a higher level of basketball, just a whole different world division one. Um, so I got to learn a lot, got to move um, away beyond the, the different coast, which was amazing. Um, the Weather was phenomenal. No complaints about that. Um, but yeah. It was really nice to be able to come back D2 um, and be competitive, which was more so my comfort zone.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now we're we're at the homecoming, right? Now you're heading back to Glenville State and, and you become this head coach. You know, it's funny, before we jumped on tonight, I looked at my first interview with you and it was almost a year to the date, January 18th, 2017, and it was about this rookie head coach that was having all this success, right? And it's funny to me that, what's that, five years ago now? Um, you look like a seasoned pro almost right off the bat. I think one thing that was really cool about that start was the assistant coach you brought on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about and share a little bit about that story and, and you know it was your dad and, and how cool that experience must have been.
2: Oh, yeah. And I also have that article framed in my office because I thought it was so cool at the time my mom got it framed. It was like my first thing that I ever got to hang up. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you doing it. I'll have to send you the picture. Um, (laughs) But no, so I was 26 when they called and offered me the job at Glenville State. And I was really excited about it, but I was also Kind of terrified. Um, And so my dad, I played for him in high school and he's won three state championships. He was a head coach for 13 years. I mean, the best coach that I know. And we had always talked about it, kind of joked about it, kind of just dreamed about coaching together one day. And he had a really good high school team um, that was coming back. And so I said, Dad, I'll take it if you come with me. Uh, No pressure. And he did. And he said, you know, he got into coaching so he could be around his daughters. And so he was going to get out of coaching to continue to be around his daughters. And he taught me more than I would ever know. Um, It was great coaching with him. And we had so many great memories. And it's some of the best time of my life. I'm very thankful for that.
1: Let's talk about this high intensity approach Glenville state has. What are the origins? Was it a combination of coaching philosophies you picked up and where do you find these players that can keep up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's kind of evolved over the years when I played, played fast pace and met some coaches along the way that, and and learned and grow grew and evolved off of it. Um, And so we definitely like to use the whole floor. Um, We use the whole floor on offense. And from the moment we gain possession, we start our offense and we use the whole floor on defense. Um, And so it's definitely a fast style of play. It brings in a lot of fans and a lot of crowds. And we get players that like to score the ball. Um, You want to shoot the ball and you want to have a green light and you want to go, 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 which a lot of players want to do this day and age. Um, Those are the type of kids we like.
0: What is like fall practice like? Is it just like okay, you're running and running, and you don't even use a ball because the way that you guys run up and down the floor, I don't know many people that could keep up.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of running. Ask any (laughs) of the players, and they will be the first to tell you all we do is run. And so there may be a ball in there somewhere, but I'm sure that all the kids is all the kids remember is the
0: running. (sighs) Yeah, I bet. Um, Let Let's geek out a little bit on the X's and O's. I mean, you are a coach, so. You could look at the stat sheet and you could look at how many points, you know, Glenville State has put up since you've been there, right? You're constantly one or two in the nation, nearing hundred points almost every year and look at that and say simply that you're an offensive team. But then, as you mentioned, you like to use the whole floor on defense and you're the top team in turnover margin. So what is, how would you label the pioneer style of play? Are you an offensive minded team or does the defense really fuel everything that you guys do?
2: I know. I think you nailed it. And I think a lot of people miss that. I think our defense definitely feeds our offense. I mean, we want steals and quick layups. We want, I mean, that's the easiest thing. We talk about that every game. Hey, if we're not getting anything in offense, get a steal, go get a layup. There's nothing better than that. And so we've worked really hard on our our half court defense this year. We're number one in the conference in um, points given up. We only give up 61 points a game. We're averaging right around hundred um but so no we definitely I think if we had to sum it up it would be pressure it would be we're aggressive we're aggressive on offense but we're just aggressive on de- as aggressive on defense I mean we average almost 30 turn- forced turnovers a game and so we're just going to take the ball from you and go score that's what we're going to try to do um and every now and then we're going to go for a steal and the other team's going to get a layup but we do try to sit down on the other end of half court and lock up and that's something we've tried to focus on this season
0: Yeah, and it's working, but uh, to to follow up a little bit, um, if you look at the program right before you got there, Glenville State did lead D2 in scoring, but they did it with 89.2 points per game. And then I looked at the year before that, and the team that led D2 women's basketball in scoring was Hawaii Pacific, and it was 82.3 points per game. Now, every year since then, it seems that Glenville State goes higher and higher, 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 right? And then you got the Ashlands that are kind of up there at at night. What have you noticed that's changed first as a player and then those early years that D2 wins Basketball is becoming this really high scoring, high octane affair? What, how is the game kind of different from when you started?
2: Um, I think that the quality of players that Division II has been able to get um, has definitely, definitely skyrocketed. Um, our league scores a lot. We're definitely a fast paced league. So we see 80, 90 every night we check scores. I mean, we don't have really very many games in the 50s and 60s across the board in our league um and so I was worried a little bit about the three-point line moving back but that really hasn't seemed to hurt anyone we just everyone seems to just keep letting it fly Um, but I think we've been able to get really good quality players at this level um, and then just everything has elevated
0: yeah yeah it's certainly you're definitely seeing a lot of bounce backs d1 bounce backs or whatever they want to call them um, but yeah, the, the quality of competition is, is, is definitely getting higher and higher. It seems like every year.
1: So you've spent so much of your time in D2 and with what you have accomplished in such little time, there had to be some phone calls trying to pry you away, but what makes D2 so special to you?
2: Um, I think there's a lot of things. I think that you get a really good relationship with your kids at this level because there's not as many coaches. Um, so they come to you for everything. Um, so it's you and one other coach. And so if they need something, they come to you. And so you get to know them. Sometimes you're driving vans. I mean, it's just a little more blue collar. So there's a little bit more time just to really connect and have those relationships. Mm-hmm. That's really, really nice to me. I like um, the break at Christmas. I think that that makes it less of a job. I think that the kids get something to look forward to and they get a little bit, bit of a break there. And so I think that there's some real, real great things about division two that sometimes get just get passed over in division one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but okay, so coach, that was pretty much the easy part of the show. Um, okay. What we do now is the D2 Nation hot seat, and it gets a little bit tougher. Um, okay. these, are, these are more fun questions. So okay. we're going to end it um, less stressful and have a little fun to end out the show. So um, as always, Bethany, let's, let's get her started.
1: Yeah, we'll start off pretty easy. What is your favorite sports team, any sport, and any level?
2: Whew. I was always, since I was a little kid, a huge fan of UConn women's basketball.
0: Well, that makes sense. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the best. You know, uh, actually, Lubbock Christian women's team, um, they have two more wins at, at home in a row and they'll surpass UConn's 99 game home winning streak and become the number one women's college basketball home winning streak. That's pretty impressive.
1: It's seems- uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they are on a run at home. Okay. Now it gets a little bit harder. What is the best sports movie of all time?
2: Um, I, I'm kind of a softie. I really like the blind side. There's not a whole lot of sports in there, but I'm a, I'm a big feels girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. I like that one.
1: It's yeah, one of my favorites. What is your favorite binge-worthy television,
2: Netflix show, all that? No, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with friends. It makes you laugh every time.
0: I just watched The Reunion uh, maybe two nights ago. Did you see it yet?
2: No, I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so worth it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so weird seeing them now because they're yeah. so much older. Uh, but it was really good. It was really good. Um, if you weren't a basketball coach, what would you be doing?
2: I would like to be a college professor. And so maybe coach, future coaches on what to prepare for.
0: Oh, that's cool. I like that.
1: What is your favorite food? Peaches.
2: Peaches.
0: Oh, that was a quick answer.
2: <laughs> I, I, get, I get asked that one a lot and I know it. I, I know that
0: one. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, here's the toughest one. And, and our last one. Will the Pioneers finish the regular season undefeated?
2: I'm gonna. I'm not a positive person, so I'm going to go with no, but my players are going to be so mad that I answered it that way, but they won't be surprised.
0: <laughs> but you've, you've been dominant in, in the MEC, right, in the Mountain East. You, you've had success there. Um, there aren't that many games left in the season. It's definitely going to be fun to watch, um, you know, come March. Who knows what happens? But let's just focus on the regular season and see how that ends.
2: Yeah, I'm not giving anyone a sound bite today. So I'm really <laughs> smart,
0: <laughs> smart, smart. Well, Coach, we want to thank you for joining us, and, and obviously, we wish you uh, good luck the rest of the way. And you know, hopefully, we get to talk to you um, again a, a little bit down the road.
2: No, thank you very much. You guys did a great job.
0: Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, and remember, D two Nation, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and just about anywhere else you want to listen or watch your favorite podcast. Uh, give us a follow and don't forget to follow us on Twitter now, too. And we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.